Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Still hot on the Olympics, Lance. I can't get enough. (laughs) Oh, good. Every night. Every (laughs) night, trying to avoid stuff, turned off all the notifications on my phone. So as to um, not be spoiled by anything, because, you know, it's in oh. Tokyo, and so we do have a time deal. Yeah, yeah. Which, which sucks. It really does, because it's that means that the um, red letter, you know, the, the, the high-value events all take place at about 6 a.m. here, something like that. Oh, okay. It's kind of their prime time there. So NBC will show them at 6 a.m., like on, I don't know, USA or something like that. Okay. Um, and then and then tape delay it and then show it here at prime time. So you know if you don't want to get spoiled, you got to like eat. yeah, it wouldn't have been a problem 15 years ago. But now it's just like right. you got to like not go on social. And so I've I've been doing it, man. I've been I've been trying to stay spoiler free. It's just so enjoyable. I just love it. Awesome. It's kind of like me every every July. I have notifications for the Tour de France and and I had to yeah. turn them off because uh, I I was DVR and the stuff and I was going to watch it when I got home and I. Didn't need to so know the drama. So if, uh, how long is one of those races though? Like how long is one of those legs? Yeah. Is it all day? No, no. It's usually going to go from like noon to five. It, it's uh, local time. That's, so, Okay. So that would make it. Uh, and even that, the TV coverage wouldn't even start till two. So when I was there watching on, on like at the hotel or something, uh, it was like two to five was the TV coverage. So it's okay. still minimal compared to the Olympics. Okay, so that would make it pretty early if it's noon to five in Paris or in France. Yeah, there's about a six-hour time difference here. Yeah, the so replay is going like, to be around eight and eight, eight or nine a.m. in the morning, depending on if it's a mountain stage or a sprint. So, okay, yeah. So you, you just stay off of everything related to that for the day. Yeah, uh, the past couple of years, I've been able to sneak uh, an app in the operatory on my phone or something to actually watch the finish, but I didn't see all the drama and everything until I get home. Okay, so I just couldn't wait. Yeah, no, see, I want to be able to sit and enjoy it. Like, I don't want yeah. to be worrying about, you know, what, what's happening. I, I've realized that the Olympics are pretty sexist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how I that, know. But, okay, no, but are you sure? Beach volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that. So I asked, <laughs> well, I and as as do I, and they mm-hmm. show a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they only show women's beach volleyball. Oh, is there a I've men's beach volleyball? Shit. That's, I asked Andrew, I was like, is there men's beach volleyball? And she was like, yeah. Like, I've not seen one second of men's beach yeah. volleyball. Wasn't it that, is all women's beach volleyball. Was what, a, a guy years ago, was it Karch Karai? Was he a, well, a guy? Well, so yeah, that's, I had this conversation with Andrew as well. I was like, the most famous men's volleyball player of all time is Karch Karai. Okay. The fact that I know that now means that I don't know something that I should know. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. one of those kind of things where it's like, that's not information that is of any use to me. Mm. It will never come up in anything. Mm-hmm. There, there's no there's no reason for me to know that. Until um, someone asks act- you, uh, you know, is there a guy's volleyball and can you name somebody? 
Now well, like, like a trivia night, right? Like that's <laughs> yeah. when that comes in, right? Like it's the only mm-hmm. time that saves your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Karch Cry is coaching the men's indoor volleyball oh. um, who lost to Argentina pretty handily in three sets the other day. Mm-hmm. I watched all of it. No interest in volleyball whatsoever, but it's fascinating because it's the Olympics. Wow. Um, yeah, so there is men's beach volleyball. It's the, the you know the same exact sport as except you know it's just dudes in tank tops and you know yeah. like like little running shorts, little wind shorts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Versus the women, they put in fucking bikinis, right? And the women they, are they sure ripped do. and they look great. Mm-hmm. There was two women's teams for the Americans. There was um, Team Slays, as they called it. That was oh. uh, uh, Kelly Clay's and oh shit, someone else. Um, but like, it was just, it was like, I, I think I saw every single second of their, of their matches, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, and not a literal second of, of men's at all, just none. Hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I, I, it's, it's just absolutely, so it was, uh, uh, Sponsel and Clay's is is who gotcha. is who the 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 second team was, and then there's a, a a team right now, an American team that's still going. That's uh, Ross and Kleinman, um, Abby Ross and Alex Kleinman. They're still going. They 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 won today. They beat some country whose flag I don't know, but Clint would know. Clint would know. Yeah, Clint. He's the vexillologist. Clint would know just from the he flag. Sure is. The fact of the matter is, that, like every second. Has been on like primetime NBC, like Channel Three, full coverage. Well, it's and all about been the ratings. Second of men's, not a second of it's men's. It's the ratings. All about the ratings. It's it. It's great for the sport, I guess. But is that like the coverage that you want? Like, if you're trying to, I don't know. I mean, I guess all publicity is good publicity, allegedly. But it just is like. It's pretty blatant that it's just women's beach volleyball that they mm-hmm. show. And I'm sure the guys are great. And like, I would guess that at least a lot of the audience is women too, who would fucking love to watch these ripped guys jumping around the sand. Like the, it's a fucking scene from Top Gun. Well, <laughs> are you sure? I mean, so it's, it's like Andrea loves the swimming and mm-hmm. part of the reason she likes this is like she who is the guy? Um, oh God, that guy, the guy that won all the fucking medals. Um, Michael Phelps? No, this year. Mike Spitz? Um, oh, uh, this year. Mike, um. Mike Spitz is not a guy. <laughs> it's like he was Mark Spitz's cousin, oh, who's a plumber. Mark. <laughs> My, is Mike Spitz? <laughs> yeah, Mike Spitz. I could have <laughs> been someone. <laughs> like my cousin's not fig- all that. Here, check out that pilot light. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, it's uh, it's a guy Uh, from Florida. He's got a um, Caleb Dressel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, he's he's, he looks fucking amazing with the shirt off. He's Mm -hmm. got like not only does he have like the eight pack, he's got like Mm -hmm. those like cuts that go down. You know, like into the swimsuit. Yeah, it looks like he's you know he's. it's fucking amazing. And he's got like mm-hmm. the tattoo on his arm. He's just like chiseled out of fucking marble. I'm sure that all the, the men's volleyball players look the exact same. And, Allegedly. Um, I'm sure women would love to see that, but no, the only thing we're getting are, are women's beach volleyball because they're in fucking bikinis and they all mm-hmm. look good. They yeah. all look good. I'm not complaining. Uh, I mean, I'm not either. <laughs> I just find it interesting. Do you? 
Um, I watched. <laughs> speaking of volleyball, I remember. I did you have HBO as a kid? I didn't. Okay. I well HBO, scrambled. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, there was other things trying to, to unscramble. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> we had HBO as a kid, and um, you know HBO is like they just show the same fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. they have like seven movies and they just show it over and over and over. Right. And it's all different now because of um, streaming and whatnot. Yeah. But back then, like you couldn't stream anything. It was just what was on was on. Yep. And I remember as a kid, there's a movie they played all the time called Side Out with uh, C. Thomas Howell. Oh, yeah? And uh, it's a it's a beach volleyball movie. And it's like he's, uh, I don't know, he's like in law school or something. He's like doing an internship. But like he, he just was he. Shooting two movies at once, uh, Soul Man and... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Because <laughs> he was in law school there. <laughs> yeah, Soul Man is tough. It's real tough. Did not age well. No, that did not age like... there. I think pretty sure we all knew it was bad at the time. I kind of was suspicious. The blackface is not great. I was thinking Radon Chung was really... A, she for sure did not appreciate. So Side Out <laughs> is, about, is about this guy, the law student. He's like in L.A., uh, for like a summer internship or whatever. He's just like, can't resist the allure of beach volleyball. And he like gets sucked into leaving his internship to go play beach volleyball with Peter Horton. <laughs> Do you know who Peter Horton is? I don't, is that Dick Horton's cousin? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Peter Horton is an 80s actor who's like in 30-something, and then he was in the network TV show Beauty and the Beast. Do you remember that one? Uh, vaguely. with uh... He played the Beast. And it's oh. just this weird movie about beach volleyball and just these two guys that just are playing beach volleyball. And I just remember, I've, I've, I've seen this movie, I don't know, shit, hmm. 30 times. And <laughs> Kathy Ireland's in it. It's like Ooh. her first movie role, Courtney Thorne Smith. I mean, it's, it's, nice. a, it's a pretty stellar deal here. And I just, I still remember beats from this movie. And it's <laughs> like, that's the extent of my, beach, of my beach volleyball knowledge is from Side Out with C. Thomas Howell and Peter Horton. And the Olympics, like, and mm-hmm. just watching ladies bouncing around in bikinis. That's pretty much it. That's all Not there exactly is. Not exactly a, a connoisseur of, of the volleyball. I was watching um, an event that I did not know existed called Men's Trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love the Olympics. It's so good. It's just like, shit, you, you get immediately invested into literally something you did not know existed 30 well, seconds before. I, I remember it was, I had a, like a Nintendo game. It was about the Olympics. And I, as I'm yeah. scrolling through, there was a trampoline area. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I had to look it up to find out, really, it is a, an Olympic event. Is that event. really a thing? Yeah. Fuck. Was this the, uh, the the Nintendo thing that had the power pad, like the, the thing you would roll down and you would do the like triple jump on it? Do you remember that? I is think this- it might have been. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's like regular NES, like first NES. Yeah, it was It was a while ago. <laughs> um, so trampoline is a gymnastics event. Um, and so it's, it's all okay. gymnasts that do it. And it's like literally they just hop on a fucking trampoline and start jumping around. Yeah. And, and they do, you know, whatever their triple pikes and all that shit. And they there's like an X in the middle of the trampoline. They get like points taken off. They start drifting away from that. Oh. You know, also partially because you could fucking like tear your insides open yeah. if you fall on one of those springs and you're literally bouncing 30 feet in the air. It's like the game, you know, the floor is lava. You're, you don't, don't exactly. get off the X, you're going to melt. Right. And that's, <laughs> so So like one guy like lost some points because he was drift. They call it traveling is what they call it inside the sports. I know that now because I watch this. Mm-hmm. So this guy gets up to compete, a guy from China, mm. and he gets up to compete and the, and the guy's name is Dong Dong. 
<laughs> and, and the commentator, who I love, these guys are like fucking experts in this, these sports that no one's ever heard of. Uh-huh. Um, this, the commentator's like, uh, and he says, and I quote, there's not a bigger name in the sport of men's trampoline than Dong Dong. And it's like, this, how, like, how long is this guy? The guy fucking wrote that last night in his yeah. hotel room, like trying yeah. to figure out, like, all right, what's it? Like, I don't know if that's the true. Big dong. Yeah. I, it's like, you know, it's like he, he like definitely wants to say, there's not a bigger name than mm-hmm. Dong Dong. He's like, yeah, prove me it's wrong. It's just like, how far can I push yeah. this without getting uh-huh. too far in trouble? Um, and this guy's name is Dong Dong, and he's a trampoline jumper, I mean, and he's 5'6". He's been in three Olympics, four now, 2008, 2012, 2016. He, he's won one career gold, two silver, one bronze. Um, this year, he, he won silver. Um, and the dude's name is Dong Dong. So move over um, Eileen Titmus or, or, or Abby <laughs> Titmouse or whoever. Like right. we, have a new, we have a new best name at the Olympics in the clubhouse, and I, I don't know if this one's going to get beat, my friend. Well, what if they uh, join forces and becomes the Dong Titmouse or the... Yeah, if she, it, it would be like uh, Abby Dong Titmus if she hyphenated. There you go. <laughs> that would be um that match made a, in heaven great yeah i mean i think i think we need to we need to make this happen yeah um he's five six if you wanted to know he's from beijing and uh he he's there's no bigger name and it's no bigger than dong dong i just how like it must suck like you obviously can't like you can't have your instagram be at dong dong like they're just not gonna let you have that you know, like you can't get a custom license plate. Like, no, you can't put Dong on your license plate. Like, no one ever believes you. See, I thought Dong could go anywhere. I thought. <laughs> I mean, one of three places, really. <laughs> it's all Dong all the time. Um, I mean, he's just he's a, he's a he has a Wikipedia that has all the medals and world championships that he's won. Um, dude's been been going at it since two thousand seven. My the friend. bouncing he's, Dong. Yeah, Dong Dong has been has been bouncing up and down for uh, nigh on you know fourteen years now. Mm-hmm. So in a row, um, it was just he was just a young Dong at the time <laughs> in two thousand seven. When he was a little Dong, he, he was, uh, was little. on uh, those little jogger trampolines, and uh... <laughs> Dong Dong. That's just I mean, amazing. It just if you wrote that like in a comedy movie, no one would believe you. No, no, no. like no, there's no way. Long it's duck not... dong, fine, but dong dong is just not yeah. Ex- I mean, you look at that like even now you look back at that and you're just like, well, all right, mm-hmm. now that's obviously incredibly stereotypically yeah. <laughs> offensive to Asian people. But now like they would never. They it just doesn't like you know. In a room, they'd be like, "No, we can come up with something better." It seems like a cheap joke, right? And then you make it dong dong. It's like, no, there's just no way. It's yeah. just like that's that's a four. You know, let's write something smarter. Um, but you know, hey, there's not a bigger name in trampoline <laughs> than dong dong. <laughs> Lance, this is an advice show. I guess our advice would be to name if you have <laughs> if your last name is Dong, don't also name your child with the first name of Dong. We need a dong break in between there. Yeah. <laughs> we answer questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They're the best sense we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the best trampolinist ever? Because we all know that Dick Johnson is the greatest trampolinist of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one. 
in the running for wildest question we've ever had. I think so. White Brownies <laughs> asks, TIFU, Lance, uh, tell our listeners if that are new what TIFU stands for. Today I fucked up. TIFU, by ejaculating while getting my teeth cleaned at the dentist and getting my blood drawn in the process. It was time again for my biannual dental visit. So I go to my dental office like any other visit. No big deal, right? As I'm sitting in the waiting area, I hear my name called out. It's my turn to get my teeth cleaned yet again. They're going to tell me the same thing. Just keep brushing and flossing and we'll see you in six months. Whatever. When I saw my dental hygienist, my young 20s self immediately found her attractive. You're all probably thinking, well, everyone is wearing a mask and the hygienists are in long garbs slash scrubs. What could possibly get your attention? See, the thing is the dental hygienist had some very obviously large melons. And to top it off, I'm a titty guy. And there's just something about big knockers. This is so horribly written. Trying so hard to desperately be hidden that they become too big to hide. Shamelessly, it's a kink of mine. It's a, this guys, this isn't me saying this, just FYI. You're not this is somebody else. You're not riffing? <laughs> it was very apparent that this was happening and my disgusting mind was just enamored. I kept my cool though. Did you? No yeah. big deal. Titties are titties and all women have them. I follow her into the room where I sit on my comfy chair and watch HGTV while she cleans my teeth. Immediately, she started cleaning my teeth. I knew this was going to be a hard time for me. Her breasts were touching my head a majority of the time, and she often reached over me to grab whatever tools she needed to continue her cleaning. Multiple times, this would mean her unexposed boobies were all in my face. With all this unintentional stimulation around me, as well as some friction in my pants, every time I needed to adjust, I ended up ejaculating in my pants. And this caused me to instinctively jerk my body. Quarantine has been an unintentional dry spell, I guess. At the time, my dental hygienist was scraping off plaque with a sharp pick-like tool, and me suddenly convulsing like a fish out of water caused her to accidentally cut part of my lower right gum, causing my gums to spill a little bit more blood than someone who tried to floss for the first time after 10 years not flossing. My gums are sensitive, but damn, did this hurt. She handled the situation well. She simply rinsed out my mouth uh, with water a few times. She blotted my gum, uh, blotted the gum cut with tissue paper for a few minutes until the bleeding finally settled down. And she also would not stop apologizing, which only added to my shame. I was embarrassed and ashamed. I think those kind of mean the same thing. <laughs> we finish up. I schedule my next appointment for six months later. She apologizes more, I think, or without even making eye contact because I'm still so ashamed of what happened. And just leave the dental office now with a slightly sore lower right gum as well as freshly cum stained pants. And now I'm sitting here in my home typing away to share this on Reddit, still wearing cum filled pants. TLDR accidentally jizzed my pants while having my teeth cleaned by the dental hygienist because her breast kept accidentally touching my head face, which was enough, I guess, which also caused her to accidentally cut part of my gum. Edit. I forgot this detail. Um, because I was very shook earlier, it's worth noting that my pants were black. So unless anyone noticed me walking slightly funny on the way out, it was barely noticeable stain. So then wet stains in general don't show right away though. TMI, but looking at them as of right now, a few hours later, there's a visibly dried, faint white splotch that is starting. God, I don't care. It's starting to show on the front side. Not that it matters. 
Also, no, I'm not planning to ask anyone out. This was just some freak accent that I shamefully decided to share. Edit two, I changed my pants. I'm just saying I still... God damn it. I'm just saying that I still have the cum-stained ones here, and I'll get to washing them this weekend or something. I took them off as soon as I got home. Edit three... I understand how wrong this was. I feel ashamed from it, especially the circumstances in which it happened. I didn't mean to blow it for those blaming me. Also, another correction, never did I mention she had a low-cut shirt. She was fully covered head to toe. Also, I'm fairly certain she was new. So I've not seen her there before and mentioned to me a few times how she's still learning how things work, like regular processes and even computer systems they use, which may explain the whole reaching over me because I definitely did find this out of the ordinary, but being new to it all could explain a lot of things. God, I'm glad that's over. Hmm. Uh, so when you sent me the screenshot, it got cut off a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of glad I... <laughs> you were introduced to that for the first time just now, huh? Uh-huh. Good. Huh. I'm calling bullshit. I was trying to figure out. I don't think I ever just stared at somebody or, or I don't think I was ever jizzing um, in a dental chair or. I was never like uh, that uh, Lonely Planet skit, the jizz in my pants or checking out the. Yeah, I don't think that actually exists. That's kind of what I mean. I think that's just like comedic effect right that's just yeah. like a, a joke like how how does that ha- like how can you so i figure this guy saw that video and thought you know what my hygienist is pretty hot what if i jizzed at my hygienist appointment and uh this is i, th- I feel like so we got twenty thousand five hundred upvotes for this wow <laughs> holy shit so bathing in the karma here for this a bunch of awards um I, maybe it happened. I, maybe I just have never known true arousal, Lance. Yeah, well, that could be. That's entirely possible. Because this has possible. never happened, and I just don't, like, how can, it just no stimulation. Like, he said, some slight friction from me shifting. How much are you shifting, my guy? Yeah. That's... Like, to get enough to, like, it, th- this just seems, this seems, I, I even when I was young and uh, young, dumb, and full of, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, this would have never happened to me. So I, never happened to me. I don't think it, there was ever a moment. Yeah, that were the yeah. How how long of a dry spell would it have to be for this to be real? I, I just feel like there would be a, some sort of nocturnal emission first. If you got to a long enough well, yeah. dry spell, before generally speaking, you would have this. Yeah, generally speaking, the ep- epididymis can't hold that much. It's going to have to nocturnally release some there for so. I don't think this is happening. I, so it seems as if the hygienist did not know, just thought he jerked. Which is, I, I, tend I to like be a, that. She probably faked ignorance. I mean, if you're really writhing around and stuff, we, we notice. If All right. If, if somebody comes in their pants in my office, I want my hygienist to come tell me so that I can dismiss them right there. I feel like that's a reasonable dismissal from a practice. I can't see any fault with it, so it would I, it would be hard for anybody to challenge that. You know, exactly. like you had the deal where I was like, oh, like somebody was upset because they owed twenty seven dollars or something like that. Yeah. Like, all right, I could be, you know, whatever. 
some people, $27 is a big deal. All right, cool. Like we can talk, like we can hash that out. There's some discussion there to be had. This is kind of a no fly zone. Mm-hmm. You come in my office, you're, 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 you're no longer coming to my office. So we, I mean, we can have a, an, a picture, a notice out there. This is a gun-free zone. And can you also say come-free zone? Maybe. Yeah, this is absolutely this is yeah. a, a this is absolutely a, a come free zone. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be a, both. A, Make it both. A, a no fly zone in mm-hmm. respect to jizz. <laughs> no jizz will be flying. Yeah, the only jizz um, in my office is mine. I was going to say I was going <laughs> to say that, and I'm glad that you did. Um, <laughs> as an owner, uh huh. In non-clinical scenarios, you mark your territory. Consenting adults in after hours—that's mm-hmm. a different story. Absolutely, for some jerk-ass kid <laughs> off the street <laughs> to come into my dojo uh-huh. and uh, and flex that sort of um, uh, pheromones jujitsu jujitsu um, is is uh, is uh-huh. a no-go. Is a no go. We're gonna we're gonna have some words. Um, <laughs> if this did actually happen, mm-hmm. I I feel I I definitely feel bad for the hygienist because she thinks according to this, if we're gonna take this as the gospel according to cum pants, uh-huh. um, she thinks that she screwed up. Right, right, and she did not. He's just a degenerate. Yeah, and so I you know when they jerk their head. And I ding in an adjacent tooth or something like that. Like I, I sleep more soundly at that than I would if someone's really good and I ding an adjacent tooth. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So sleep yeah. soundly, sweet hygienist. Yeah. I feel bad that she thinks she screwed up and had to apologize. Like the only person that needs to be apologizing is him, and you're you don't need to apologize to him. Exactly. He needs yeah. to be apologizing profusely to you for objectifying you in such a manner. Um, I just don't like, I mean, I've, you know, like when I, I had ortho when I was in, um, dental school Okay. and the orthodontist, um, that I was going to, um, was like one of our like part-time faculty members and okay. really nice guy, um, who I still work with today. And, oh. uh, he would basically treat pretty much every dental student for like, you know, cost, yeah. you know, basically paying for like the disposables and the cost of brackets is pretty much it. Yeah. Um, which is good, good deal for him because he sort of, you know, uh, made relationships with a lot of people early on and then, then become referral sources. It's a good deal for dental students. For sure. I mean, good deal for everybody. And then their particular ortho office, and not every ortho office works like this, but their particular ortho office is they would pretty much try to keep you at least with the same assistant, you know, the whole time. Um, and my assistant was a young lady named Leslie who was a smoke show, super hot, brunette, mm-hmm. um, really attractive. Um, and you know, I mean, I was, I don't know what, 23, mm-hmm. you know, like right. way more in my prime then than I am now. Uh-huh. Never once was there anything close to like, never once was there any, the only thing I was thinking about was like, oh my God, that wire hurts. You know what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't like Leslie's hot. Like the, the thought that Leslie was hot goes out of the way the second that that wire engages those fucking brackets and well, not like, only that, how, you're, you're sitting, she's at 12 o'clock, maybe 10, 11 o'clock. You're you're no, you don't have no view. Nothing. There's this never happens. You this saw does the not view happen. I, I see seated. these memes on. Yeah. You sent me memes about this. It's, uh-huh. this, it's not real. You're right. Yeah, it, it never happens. So it's like it's all fine and good. Like you can think she's attractive or whatever, and then the second you sit down and she starts with an ultrasonic scaling your teeth, 
how can you have attention on anything other than the ultrasonic in your mouth that's scaling your teeth? Mm-hmm. That's such a sensory overload. Um, uh, and HDTV. He was watching yeah, TV and too. you're watching HGTV. You've got the sounds of the ultrasonic. You've got the water spraying everywhere. You've got the sort of discomfort of that and then the hand instruments. Like, how can you possibly not only achieve an erection, maintain that erection, and then climax without any physical touch whatsoever? Maybe a preopism? I don't know. I No, there's another thing. <laughs> I, I saw something. On, I saw a, a YouTube video not long ago. There's, like, some guy that, like, has... Um, you know, 60 to 70, oh, like, yeah, unprovoked orgasms a day or something. So they just show him, like, walking around, and he's just, like, yeah. shaking on the ground. He just has to stop and, like, start shaking. Yeah, it kept Like, crying. all right, that's a shit way to live life. Yeah. I'm glad that's not me. Yeah. Um, but, like, unless you're that guy, and, like, this is some other medical condition, you know, it's a, obviously a neurologic condition, I just don't see... There's just, there's just no way this actually happens. Yeah. Call him bullshit. I do love the... Deep dive on the cum pants. We did. We had multiple edits oh. about the pants, <laughs> and I'm 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 glad that he felt the need to share all that. I I don't want to have any conversations ever again about jizz pants. Never, never. This this was plenty. Everything I read today was my lifetime <laughs> supply of reading anything about jizz and pants. About about what happens, what color pants are best to wear if you're going to jizz your pants, any of that stuff. What color is the best? Apparently black. Okay. Okay. Apparently black. I, I don't, don't need to know that. <laughs> I don't want to know that. And yet now you do. I don't need to know about like when he did his laundry. Can you fucking imagine? If this guy came for, during a fucking profi, like, can you imagine what his sheets look like? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. His mother he must be just like, and I'm assuming he lives at home. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, like, how old, in the basement for sure. About how old he is. He's yeah. young 20s. In 20s All right. He's in the basement. Yeah. Um, his mother just thinks he starches his sheets, right? Like, That's God, right. Did you, are you, do you like starch and iron these sheets? Why are they so crunchy? When you what have to happening? break a towel, I think it's a, it's a sign that he's well hydrated. I, I guess, man. I, <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad it's not me. I just gotta uh-huh. tell you that. Uh-huh. Um, if again, if this ever happens to any of you in your practice, uh-huh. where, where you're pretty sure that a patient has has, without provocation, l- laid in a jizzy haze in <laughs> in your hygiene room, you, you have to dismiss that patient, right? Oh God, yeah, like right away. You can't hesitate. Yeah. I mean, I, the, apparently this dentist will never know. Yeah, I, it seems that that way. Um, Unless they're listening well, to the show and, and they know this yeah, white if brownie. You, if you could somehow place this somehow with your hygienist, I guess. Yeah. Um, not a ton of karma for him specifically. So he had 20,500 upvotes on that. Is karma's only ninety nine fifty nine? Oh, okay. Which is very strange. So an upvote is not a, a is not the same as karma. It should be a karma point. Oh, okay. So, but you can also get down votes. Oh. So that tells me it's about it's about ten grand in the hole, based just off of that. Okay. So. Hmm. Um. 
Yeah. I, I, I just feel awful for this hygienist. Yeah. Because I, like, I don't know what's worse, knowing or not knowing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. It, it reminds me of an old SNL sketch. And it was um, John Larroquette was the host and Dana Carvey played a guardian angel and John Larroquette died. Mm. And uh, he was asking his guardian angel a bunch of questions. Um, and I, like one of them was like, um, what's the closest I've ever come to finding buried treasure? Or, or what's the closest I've ever come to being rich or something like that? Mm. And he was like, uh, you remember that beach vacation you went on to... Um, uh, uh, I don't know wherever British Virgin Islands, and you, like you walked right over a, a a buried pirate's treasure. You were like five. All you had to do is like dig like four or five feet down. You would have found it. Like ah, damn, that sucks. <laughs> and then he's like, "What's the grossest thing I ever ate?" And Dana Carr's like, "You don't want to know." He's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, no, seriously, you don't want to know." And it's just like a whole sketch of like those kind of things. And I've always remembered that like you don't want to know. And so, what's the grossest thing that's ever happened? You know, during 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 patient care or whatever, like for this hygienist. Yeah. You don't want to know. Yeah. It's better not. You just don't want to know this. Better not to know. I feel like that, you know, I feel like it's better not to know, but then I also like that almost feels like a violation as well. And so it's like, I just don't know what's the right thing for this. Either way. Yeah. I I just am. I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for her. You ready for another question? I think so. This is from Reddit user Wolfbird. 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 Hmm. What is the least offensive or most polite way to tell my periodontist that her hands reek of her prior patient's diseased mouth and she could be spreading disease from that mouth to mine? I had a very unpleasant experience with a periodontist that my dentist referred me to. They both work at the same dental office. She was nice and friendly, so no complaint there, but I think she didn't change her gloves and wash her hands between her last patient and me because her glove slash hand smelled really, really bad. Exactly like halitosis or gingivitis or some kind of mouth disease. Aside from the very unpleasant odor, every time her gloved hands got within two feet of my nose, I worried that she could be spreading the germs from her prior patient to me. I suppose it might be possible that she did change her gloves, but the odor was on her hands and it was so strong that it permeated through her gloves. I do remember from biology class that a person might not even be aware of an odor after a while, if their nose has become used to it, could this be the case of this periodontist? What should I do next time if this happens again? Well, I, it does bring to mind. Uh, I had a. I was in ortho back in the eighties when gloves became a thing. Okay. And so my orthodontist prior to eighty four uh, just was barehanded, and then. I remember coming one time and he was wearing gloves. Everybody was wearing gloves, but he did wash his gloves. So he wore the same pair all day and wash his fucking hands with the gloves on. It's fucking worse, man. <laughs> I'm like, somehow it's what, even worse. What, I don't what, know how, why it's just are you, makes, it's just worse. Are you so cheap? Is that, are you cheap? Are you, are you just dumb or both? I guess it's just dumb, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just like be. no fucking clue. <laughs> But I, I feel like, well, that was 30 years ago, 35 years ago. Yeah. We've come a long way. I mean, I'm constantly. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way that they're not, that she's not changing gloves. It's yeah. like, that is some old school, like all of those guys are dead. And uh-huh. I use that word guys specifically because like, if she's that old, uh-huh. like there weren't female periodontists that are like, no. there's very few of them. Yes. That it could possibly be like, that would be old enough to be like, I'm not changing my gloves. Uh-huh. Um, 
I know that with the the PPE cost nowadays, now that they're tripled, I maybe a periodontist is trying to be cheap, but no, I really doubt it's it. Such a tough, like I it, really doubt it. It's a it's such a ridiculously tough look that there's no way. Yeah, I just can't. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and this person saying that it was their hands and it was permeating through their gloves. No, it doesn't work that I way. I don't know. I. D- All right, so all right, this is probably not the same analogy. Okay. But when we walk the dogs, we're good citizens, right? Okay. So we we bag everything up. And um we buy pretty decent bags. We buy pretty highly rated bags on Amazon. We always buy the same ones cuz we like these. They're fairly thick. I don't know what mill they are. Um I guess it's a a, a way to determine thickness of things like that. Mm-hmm. So um I see gloves have the same sort of deal. Um, and even with the thicker ones, you can still get like a waft of the dog shit through that. Now that's obviously like, it's not sealed and we're talking about something dog shit, which Mm -hmm. is obviously highly odorous Mm -hmm. and, and it coming like having some of that scent waft out of that even tied off bag makes a little bit more sense to me than just like perio scent soaking through a glove to the hand then back out the glove to the nose. Like that seems like a lot of, of travel time for perio smell. Like that would get on your hands. Like I don't, I just don't, I don't get how I, this could possibly be. I don't know. I've, I've had my, my fingers deep in bloody, bloody stuff. And then I take and the your gloves fingers off. never smell like anything. They're, they're not discolored. There's no Every smell. Every time I've smelled your fingers, Lance, they, <laughs> they smell immaculate. <laughs> That's my lavender soap. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a chance that he has his mouth open with her and he's breathing through his like nose, he's changing his breathing pattern and he's smelling his own funk? That's where I was going to eventually get to is, is, yeah, it's now he's being reflected. I think he's tasting his own flavors. Uh Uh-huh. You soak it in your own juices, dude. (laughs) That's the only explanation for this. And you should love Generally, your own brand. Tip, Come on. We know this. We've established periodontists <laughs> are typically a pain in the ass about everything. Uh huh. No offense. I you hate periodontists. I love them. Um, <laughs> I was uh, at the uh, implant pathway this weekend, and this oral surgeon was lecturing, and he had, apparently has very similar feelings of a periodontist. But every time he would say the word periodontist, I would whisper, "Pussy, pussy, pussy." <laughs> and Tom Hadley was just. He goes, "It's a weird experience to have it live." <laughs> I, so we we know your thoughts. You know this oral surgeon's thoughts. Uh-huh. I I don't mind them, and they're you know I actually almost applied to, to go to Perio. Of course you do. Um, but typically speaking, they're they're pretty meticulous people. Uh-huh. Every periodontist I know is pretty darn meticulous. Yep. And so I just can't imagine how much how much funk spit would you have to soak in to to have it go through your gloves and then back out the like it just doesn't make any sense to mm-hmm. me. this has got to be this guy's own own flavor uh, i would think <sighs> you usually somebody can asked, recognize your own brand though imperio though can I you i, I don't, don't know. know it's a good question um somebody asked is this a general is this a dental chain the fuck does that like i don't feel like that makes any difference no. whatsoever here no People looking for something to piss on. So, no. Um, 
I, I just, I, I'm looking at this and, um, all right, here's somebody standing up. I've worked for a terrible cost cutting money focused product productivity driven chain. I have never, ever, ever in any office ever heard of any doctors except for really old school dudes who are uh, essentially all retired at this point, not getting new gloves on and washing hands in between. It is stupid, obvious to patients. If you reuse gloves, dentistry is bloody, messy, filthy business, and gloves are cheap. And the risk from rewearing is far greater than the reward of 0.5 seconds and 5 cents you save, maybe. I've never heard of modern dentists doing this, and I doubt it occurred. Bad Perry is a horrible smell that lingers hard. That is almost certainly all that happened. I think it's either him and or I guess it could be, you know, if you're if you're a perio office, you got a bunch of funk mouth patients coming in all the time and they're talking and all that stuff, you know, you're talking with them about stuff, mm-hmm. doing treatment plans. Like I could see how that scent lingers around maybe a little bit. If you've got, you know, it, 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 every once in a while, like I'll have a, a bad perio mouth patient in uh-huh. and, and even with mask on and stuff like that, like I can smell them later that day. You know, or you get like a little waft of something that that reminds you of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's this guy's own mouth. Yeah. I just don't think you're going to be transferring that flavor from yeah. your your clothes into their mouth on your gloves. It's no. Why would it be on her clothes? Like, why? It's not on her hands. Well, it's I'm just never saying, been on her. Hands. Even if you were soaking it, in bathing in the room yeah. with it, and and your clothes yeah, were soaking even it then, up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just, I, this has got to be from him himself. Yeah. This has got to be like, like he's has like a paralyzed asshole or whatever. And is like, who farted? And it turns out it's him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but I like it. It um, is now. <laughs> why wasn't that in like, there's something about Mary. It feels like a, a, a um, missed opportunity. Fairly brothers. It feels like some fairly oh, brothers shit. It certainly does. Um, let's see. Oh, he's from Milwaukee. Oh. Um, go Bucks. Do I know? I do know a periodontist in Milwaukee. Oh. Maybe I'll text this to Eddie and see, and see what he says. <laughs> um, today I learned, this is from his post history, that the Canadian cities of Toronto and Montreal are further south than the American cities of Seattle and Portland. I did not know that. Is that true? I did. Yes. That is true. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know about Portland, um, but I knew uh, we were further up than they are. Are voice exercises proprietary? I'm looking at a voice teacher in my city that says she's certified by a certain institute that uses a certain set of exercises that students are supposed to buy separately. Is this common? You're supposed to talk in a child's voice. <laughs> Lance, you're supposed to talk in a child's voice to warm up. It makes you more vulnerable. Oh. I had a new patient Child's today. Child's voice. She had a, she's a high talker. And I just was yeah. like, what the hell? Are, this is, is this on purpose? Are you, you trying to be funny? But no. You're supposed to talk in a child's voice. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to see if I see anything else in here. Nothing really good. Uh, it does seem like they uh, might also be, or were formerly, a resident of Portrait, Portland. So, oh. so maybe right there by you, one of your folks up there. I don't know. So they left. So maybe they're not Marxist. Portlandians. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, nothing really good. Mm. The question he asked this question in the subreddit of Ozark. No spoiler. Question about the Langmore's outdoor couch. Is this a special kind of couch that can be left in the weather all the time? I'm pretty sure the whole point of it is that they're fucking rednecks, my guy. <laughs> and that they would leave a couch that was once an indoor couch outside to get all funky, right? Isn't that the whole fucking thing? They're fucking rednecks? Sounds about right. Okay. I just like took <laughs> fucking weird question, man. There's a lot of weird questions on Reddit if you have There noticed. sure are. There sure are, Lance. Um Lance, do you know anybody who um constantly smells like Perio Funk? I do not. Um if you do, tell them about the show. <laughs> okay. That's how we grow the show. Um, one new perio funk patient at a time. Um, uh, hit us up with a rating. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love the number five. Um, uh, f- uh, five millimeter pockets, my favorite ones for sure. <laughs> Kitching. <laughs> um, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, Spotify, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social um, bullshits. What are the social bullshits? Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, Funny Shipper, Dennis, and Dental Team members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DRTimmerman, DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin, DDS. Smash that follow button. Would smash. Um... <laughs> It's my turn for a song. Is it? Yeah, last week you did uh, Elohim City. Oh, did I? Okay. And I told you that uh, Timothy McVeigh used to hang out there all the time. I couldn't remember which week that was. Sounds about right. It was last week. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> the entire state of Oklahoma is just terrible. It's just, I, just, it's, it's I mean, like, I, I obviously, like, yeah, no, I, I mean, what happened at Oklahoma City is obviously terrible. No, but, that is bad. Um, Not a fan. The fact that he hung out at this place called Elohim City just um, in Oklahoma is just like really fucking on brand for yeah. a terrible state that now apparently we're all going to the SEC together. So That's just weird. Um, I was talking to some Aggie friends um, yeah. over the weekend and, and we were talking about it. And uh, I said, uh, jokingly, I was like, oh, at our first game when we're in the SEC you better bet we're all going to be chanting SEC, SEC in the crowd. You know, it's like uh-huh. a big thing that the SEC people do. Right. And uh, and he was like, yeah, we did. All of us did at our first, uh, when the Aggies joined the SEC. And I just laughed. It's like, of course you fucking did. <laughs> um, I'm still kind of torn about it. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Um, it's, it doesn't happen until 2025. So, yeah. It's kind of a weird, like, hey, and you tell like your wife, hey, we're gonna get divorced, but like in four years, like, man, it's gonna be a weird four years. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that's gonna go, but uh, it's, <laughs> it seems like it's gonna be a weird four years for us in the Big Twelve. I would think. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Um, now I see that like they're trying to get Clemson and Florida State to join. Yeah, I saw that. And it's just like twenty fucking teams. Yeah. They've talked about like trying to get Ohio State and Michigan super There's conference no, and nothing else. There's no shit. Like, all right, you can argue Texas is the SEC, 
or like Texas is the south, like it's at least the south, southeast. Uh-huh. Fucking Michigan is, there's n- n- yeah. there's no map you could look at that makes Michigan the southeast. Part of the so S. I don't know how you pull that off. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, and then I don't know what happens to the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, and it just it just seems I don't know. I don't want to be like old man shaking his fist at a cloud right. because college football is going to be awesome no matter what. Like it's exactly, still always, it's always going to be fucking great. Mm-hmm. But um, this one's just a little weird. And like I don't know. I don't give a shit if we don't play Texas Tech anymore. I don't give a shit if we don't play Baylor anymore. I don't give a shit if we don't play um, uh, TCU uh-huh. anymore or Oklahoma State or Iowa State or Kansas or Kansas. Oh, fuck them. I don't, uh-huh. I don't care about any of those. Like uh-huh. to me, it's just all about o- Oklahoma. We got to play Oklahoma, Oklahoma. And it'd be great if we played the Aggies like at least every other year or something like that. Sure. It'd be fucking great. Like that's kind of all I care about. So as long as those things happen, like I'm kind of cool. As long as we get to play OU at the Cotton Bowl. In October at the State Fair, like that's really kind of all I care about. Like, even if we didn't have any, you know, I don't care if we play the fucking uh, Montreal Alouettes and the Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> but as long as we play Oklahoma that second weekend in October in, in Dallas, like that's all I care about. So um, the rest of it, I don't know. It all it all balance out. I still don't know really how I feel. Um, I do feel though, if Texas can come in third in the Big Twelve. That means we'll easily win the SEC, right? That shouldn't be a problem. That's about right. <laughs> this is going to be great. We're going to finish eighth place. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to get crushed every fucking year by Alabama and Auburn and Oklahoma and LSU. Jesus Christ. Um, have you ever heard of a band called Atlas Genius? Oh, oh yeah. Big fan. Um, they're from Adelaide, South Australia. Are they? And um, I don't... Is, I don't I, it, South Australia... I mean, it's got to be coastal, right? Pretty much every city everything, in everything Australia is, yeah. is coastal. It's a hollow um, continent. Everything's on the edge. Yeah, it's actually like fucking square in the south of it. So it's um, not too... F- so I guess Melbourne is like what's across the bay from Tasmania. Okay. A little kind of tail on Australia. Adelaide's a little bit more towards the west. Okay. Um, on your way to Perth? Still, still south Australia. Um, okay. I don't know why I thought everything in Australia was on the north, but it seems like everything is uh, kind of on that south. Pretty much south. South, southeast. The Gold Coast. Brisbane, Sydney, yeah. yeah. All that, all along that coast. Adelaide's just kind of around the corner from Melbourne mm-hmm. um, towards the uh, west side. Um, I, I've never been to Australia, have you? I have not. Keep, it's uh, on my list. It's on my list. I keep hoping that like somebody will want to bring me into, like, mm-hmm. the, I don't know, the fucking like Sydney, Seattle Study Club or something. Um, There's still I hope. I doubt there is one someday. Um, but <laughs> we can start. Seems one. like it'd be great. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm down. I just need to find a, a oral surgeon there uh-huh. who wants to do it. Um, uh, but it seems like it, it'd be great. But uh, Alice Genius is is a cool band. I actually saw them here a couple years ago, um, and uh, they opened for uh, a guy named Matt Kearney, who I really like. Uh, but what's funny is this happens every once in a while, and and. It's probably happened to you a few times where you, you go see a, somebody, you go see an act, mm-hmm. and they have somebody opening for them who at the time you kind of like, eh, yeah. like you don't, you know, you, and, but then like a couple of years later they become, they become more yeah. bigger. And that's kind of, kind of what happened here is they've actually become bigger than Matt Kearney. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they've got a pretty big hit right now. Um, but I still like their, their song for, that was kind of one of their first hits called Trojans. Yes. Um, and Love it. I don't know if this is um, about the condom. But um, or the or the Southern California Trojans, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Could be both. If it's a, any of those, yeah, or both, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, Trojan but, man. Uh, either way, <laughs> this is uh, Atlas Genius Trojans. 
Um, did you say Trojan or Trojans? Trojan. How do you say it? Trojan. Trojan. Yeah. I say I usually say Trojan, mm. like it's kind of kind of kind of soften that J. Trojan. Mm. Interesting. It, it seems more French. It's very French. Know. That would be the way. Yeah. Uh, for Lance Timmerman, this is Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Take it off. Take it in. Take off all the thoughts of what we've been. Take a look. Hesitate. Take a picture you could never recreate. Got a song. Take off all the thoughts of what we've